accepted it. In fact, my, 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 my hope and my expectation is that at least 25% of any church number should be the, no, Jesus said, Jesus said, only one fourth. Only one fourth. Right? Would receive seed on good so if we count you here today, <laughs> twenty So probably about twenty something, all right? So if if we count to here, I can extract twenty-five percent that I'm sure that there's good ground there. <laughs> some you know stony, some thorny. <laughs> Uh, some parched <laughs> so it's it's I mean if if Jesus could only get through a four who am I I'll probably get through maybe nine <laughs> percent <laughs> praise God Amen. ask your neighbor which percentage you fall under? <laughs> no, it's a question. So you, you should expect an reply. <laughs> did, did, did you get an answer? Did, did you get an answer? What did you hear? Uh, what did you hear? Oh, so so all of you are 25. See they are liars in church. You see that? See they are liars in church. Good yeah? So everyone is good ground. Find it hard to believe. I'm a believer, but that one. I found I find it really hard to believe. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all. 
He's learned. Trusting in Jesus is something you learn. You don't wake up one day and say, Aha, trust the Lord. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. Maybe for angels, but for humans, it doesn't happen that way. You don't wake up one day and be like, Ah, I'm a, I, I trust the Lord. Even, even, even if you are a Christian, even if you are a Christian, it doesn't work that way. You have to learn. That means situations, circumstances will arise to teach you. <laughs> you get that? Do you get that? It is life that teaches you to trust in God. It is the experience of trust comes through life. The belief may come through the word, but the experience will come through life. That's why life does not end when you hear God's word. It ends after it has been proven. <laughs> Tried seven times is the word of the Lord. Tried by who? By, by who tries God's word? Who try if God talks and releases a word? Who who, who tries it? Who tests it? Who proves it? Right? Eliminate human beings. Who is it that can that that has that has the stature? To examine what what comes out of God's mouth as whether or not this is true, this is right, this is okay, this is okay. Who, who has that skill or those qualifications? Here's what the Bible says. It says, "Who has counsel at all? Is there anyone?" Did you give God advice? <laughs> is there? There isn't. So how then is God's word proven? How is it tried? How does it stand the tests of time? How? Because for word or that word to stand, become a reality, it must have been tested. In other words, no word of God in your life will ever be manifest until it has been until it has been oh well, I can show this to you word. Psalm 105. Psalm 105. How do you know when the word is about to be fulfilled, to be manifest or come to pass? How, how do you know? What are the indicators that, hmm, 
God's word is coming to pass now. Are there indicators? Or is it, it just happening? <laughs> and there it is. Are there indicators? Do you think they are? Yeah? The indicator, the number one indicator is, is, is tests. Let's read Psalm 105. This is just a placeholder, all right? Until electricity comes back. <laughs> what I'm teaching you now, just a place. Yeah, because we need to record this. Are, are, are we in, 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 in? All right, let's read verse 17, right into verse 19. Can we read? Let's read. He sent the man before the day. Joseph said, Her soul is a slave. They are basically with the best. He was laid in iron. And until the time that his mother came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. And? Until. And? Until. The? The time. Okay, okay, okay. What is he saying? What, what is he saying? Is he saying that when his word came to pass, he tested him, or he was tested until his word came to pass? He was tested until his word came to pass. Uh, so there is, there, there, there's, there's much responsibility to the reception of God's word. And it is that you will be tested. It says until, yeah. The time that his word came to pass. Read again. And until the time that his word came to pass. Yeah. The word of the Lord. So, 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 who can test God's word? God's word. <laughs> so God's word tests. God's word. So he says, for the duration. I mean, Joseph went into slavery when he was 17 years old. Right? He ascended the throne when he was 30. So that's about 13 years. Right? So for 13 years, the man was tested. For 13 years. How long do you want to be tested? <laughs> a week is fine. Like, God, it, it's enough. Right? After a week, you, we start threats. Like, everyone like, hey. <laughs> Right? Now, for 13 years, this guy was consistently tested. You study his life, you will see it. Consistently tested at different junctures of life, the test came to prove whether or not he would stand on the word. You, 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 you know these these extreme uh, challenges, right? You know there's uh, strong man or wolf fittest man or right. 
that title, you must go through different challenges. And all of them are taxi. Right? It takes different parts of their skills, but more so endurance. Right? The ability to withstand. To withstand. Whatever challenge that is placed on them. So, with God's word will come the relevant tests to try your ability to withstand. How will you fail? Why? Because... Uh, let me put it this way. The best of God's blessing will go to the prove. So God must prove you first. Look, look at Abraham. Look at Abraham. Right? Throughout his life, God, God brings different dimensions of, of testings before he assures himself that this is the guy. Right? Then when Adam, there was a flaw. Right? Trying with Noah, it became a flaw. So when it came to Abraham, you see that God does not immediately grant him all the blessings. Right? He gives it to him in stages. So he meets him once and encounters him and he says, leave, leave everything. <laughs> he says, now, now, this, this, is, this is the first encounter that this man has with God. Right when he meets him in Haran, he appears as the God of glory. And he says, leave everything. Leave your father, leave your mother, leave your brothers, leave father's country now, now during that time especially among the Chaldeans it, it was you know like the Indians do now right they, they buy a big house and all the family lives there right so it, it, was, it was a normal practice during those times for the entire family to congregate and nationalize around one household right so they were all jam-packed in there. Right? A median house, that, that land was so rich that a median house was regarded like a median house, that means like basic, right? RDP vibe. Was regarded to have at least 10 bedrooms. Those were like the poor. So if, if, if you reach the ancient text with regards to Ur and Chaldea, you realize how, how wealthy uh, that uh, civilization was. Anyways, he meets him and says, leave. This is God's word, right? Mm -hmm. God doesn't tell him what he's going to do first. He tells him what Abraham must do first. He must leave. Mm -hmm. Only after he tells him to leave, does God say, I will bless you? Mm -hmm. Just I will make I will make your name great. 
and I will make you a blessing. So the question you have to ask is, okay, God is telling me to leave and is going to make me a great blessing, a great name for myself and me, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So what you, you've got to ask yourself is, is, is the risk of following God with the potential reward that he promises? That's what you can ask yourself. Right? And secondly, which is more important, is this person is talking to, who is he? Right? Who, who is he? If he is God, right, then you have to bank on his integrity. So even if Adam did not believe God or what he said, on the basis of who he was, he had premise to believe. So that means, that means, that means if God talks, right, and you don't believe what he says, right, that I'm going to make you a blessing, you don't believe it, right? It's fine. It's fine as long as you will do what he says anyway. On the basis of who he is. Because faith in God, faith in who God is, will surpass unbelief in what God says. That, 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 is, that is what God Abraham started. That's what God Abraham started. He left. The Bible says, you know, it's, it's, it's remarkable. It says, by faith, Abraham forsook all, not knowing where he was going. He, he left, took his, whole, took his wife, took his nephew, and they left. The Bible says, not knowing where he was going. You want what Abraham got? Huh. Uh, are you willing to wander around? Yeah. Not knowing where you're going. Yeah. Only that, only that the one who told you to leave said to you, he will show you. He didn't show him there. He didn't show him there. No, he will show you. You don't know where, but you're going. <laughs> Blessings only come after being tested. If you're not willing to be tested, you're not willing to enjoy the blessing. So he blesses him at that stage, right? And then he moves on to the second stage. So there are requirements. For God's word to come to pass. It doesn't just come to pass. In other words, prophecy can be altered. Your life can be the opposite experience of what God intended for you. On the basis of how you relate to that which has been spoken to you. So anyway. The second stage is in chapter 15 when God brings him outside and he tells him to number the stars and to see if he can count them all. And the Bible says he looked up and he believed. When he believed, God said, okay, now you're ready for covenant. There was no covenant in chapter 12. There was no covenant in chapter 12. Covenant comes in chapter 15 and that's about 20 years later. 
because even though he left he did not fulfill what God instructed God said to leave everything behind he took his nephew that's why from the time from the time Abraham left to the time Lord leaves him we never hear Abraham receiving any direction any revelation from God because Lot was never supposed to be part of the journey. In other words, never improvise on God's instructions. If God says go south, don't go southeast. <laughs> so that when you said, but Lord, I went south. Only that it was southeast. No, no, don't improvise. Improvision is where many, many, many people stuck. Because we feel like, no, improvisation is good. No, you don't improvise. To improvise on what God says is to imply that you have greater wisdom and know-how than God. So you don't improvise. So if God said, jump five feet, you don't jump six feet. You jump, I mean, you don't jump four feet. You can jump six feet. That's overzealous. It's fine. <laughs> As long as you, you, you do not break the what? The instruction. So, in 20 years, nobody's, nobody is exempt from the ways of God. Same thing with Saul. Remember Saul? God says, kill everybody. He brings back Agag and the sheep. What does God do? He takes away everything he gave you. See, because, because God's word is too valuable. To be in the hands of those who risk mishandling it. You must understand, this is, the, this is the word that created all things. All things. So, he believes and God says, okay. You believe, now I can cut covenant with you. Then he tells him what to do. He says, bring, bring me some animals. Right? Bring some animals, cut them in half, put them on either side of the road. When the sun went down at twilight, God passed through. Abraham falls into a deep sleep and then a greater revelation is revealed to him as to the, the future of his seed. Imagine, at that point in time, there was no sun. He had no sun. Yet God tells him about the future 400 years. And he has no sun. And he tells him about the nations that will come from the nation that will come from him. And he has no son. And God tells him for four. He this these ones they will be enslaved for four hundred years. After four hundred years, I will deliver him and bring them into the land which I promise you. He comes out of it, right? Several years later, Isaac comes. Right? When Isaac comes, now God wants to finalize. Now imagine how many years from, from the time God met him when he was about 75 to the time when he, he was at about at this time 100 years old. So th that's about 25 years. Right? And the last part of the acceleration actually happened after a lot left. Right? So between, between the time God spoke to him again about scanning and surveying the land looking north south east right and the time isaac born that was about five years 
By the time God was silent during the Lord years was 20 years. <coughs> so finally, what happens? Finally, the thing that God promised him is manifest. The son of promise. But then, God wants to still prove. He says, take now your son. Your only son whom you love. God is specific. He knew how Abraham felt about Isaac. At that time, he had Ishmael. He didn't ask for Ishmael. He, he didn't ask. He didn't ask. He didn't ask for what he improvised for. No. He asked for Isaac. He said, take now your son, or your only son. So God did not recognize Ishmael. Because Ishmael is not a child of the world. That means th things in your life that do not come through the word of God, God does not recognize. You're busy asking God for blessing. <laughs> for blessing on heads he did not recognize. <laughs> so he says your only son. Your only son. I'm tempted. Your only son. You you're busy asking God to bless a job he did not tell you to take. A career path he did not tell you to go through. God bless me in this thing. I've been stuck. No promotion. Did I tell you? I, did I tell you to take it? Did I tell you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm too sophisticated for losing in God. Right? My, my, my place is at the office. <laughs> now everything in the office is stuck. God! 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 Bless me! You mean you lose any God? No, 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 no. In this office job. Well, I don't know anything about any office job when I look in your diary here. Yeah, but bless me anyway, I'm your child. <laughs> you know those prayers? <laughs> you know them? Yeah. Listen, li living on improvisation is a low life. A low life because you really have God's backup. You're on your own. That's why, that's why God did not defend Ab Ab Abraham and Ishmael, when Sarah said, take this son and her mother from the presence of my son. And God said, listen to your wife. No backup. Because <laughs> this one will not share the posterity with this one. God. 
good English because I'm sweet Koyana. Sweet kind little. Hey, bro. Bro, that don't work then. Imagine God. I mean, Haga is a slave. And at this point in time, she was married, right? We don't, we don't know. But she was married to Abraham, right? I, I can't really say married. I don't know, maybe she was, yeah, whatever, <laughs> right? Maybe, I don't know, I don't know, right? All I know is that there was some, you know, business arrangement between uh, Sarah, Hagar, and Abi. Uh, it was a marriage arrangement, I don't know. But the consequence was Ishmael. Now, now think about it, God, God is saying to a man, and God fully knows that they'll, they'll, be, they'll be hobos. Once, once they are chucked out, they'll be hobos. And guess what Abraham sends them out with? No more a package, no more a donkey full of booties. No bread and butter, a piece of bread and milk. It's the last time they will ever see bread. Abraham, the rich man, the one who was blessed in gold and silver. He, he sends out his son and his, we don't know, mistress with bread and milk along the way little boy was thirsty mother had nothing to do and God was okay God was okay since but these are things that are very hard to fathom is because when you have a misconstrued uh, perspective and perspective about God, you'll miss it, right? Anyways, let's leave that. So he says, take now your only son, whom you love. Whom you love. Whom you love. Whom you love. Uh, and do what? Go offer him as a burnt offering. Huh? Huh? Wait, can you do we sacrifice humans now? God says, offer him up as a bird offering. Hey. Now look, look at Abraham. Wakes up, doesn't tell the wife anything. Wakes up, look, looks at the wife, we promise him we're coming back. Takes one servant, takes his son, gets wood, and they have to go. When they get to the mountain that God said, Mount Moriah, Abraham said to the seven, Stay here, we're going to worship. Along the way, Abi, Daddy, Daddy, I see the wood, I see the flint, but where is the sacrifice? So, so Abraham told him that, Boy, we're going to sacrifice the Lord. He says, Where is the sacrifice? Don't worry, my boy, God will provide the sacrifice. They go, they get to Mount Moriah, they get to where he needs to offer. Right? When they get there, Abraham ties his son up. We don't see his son fighting. His son doesn't fight. We don't see his son fighting. And you know what Paul said later on? He said, by faith, he had offered him up as a burnt offering. He said, by faith, he had done so. 
because he supposed anyway that God was able to bring him back from the dead. It's one of the reasons why the Bible, when he talks about Abraham, he says, he says he believed God, right? Who was able to what? Bring the dead back to life. He was talking in reference to Isaac. So he lays him out, he ties him. Who is Isaac? He's the promise. He takes a knife. All this time, God's watching. What do you think? Because the Bible doesn't reveal to us what was going on with Abraham emotionally. What do you think is going on in Abraham's mind and emotions as he's doing that? I'll tell you what, nothing. It was not a difficult thing for Abraham to offer Isaac because Isaac was a product of an impossibility. It had been biologically impossible. The circumstances under which Abraham came were biologically impossible. Did you understand that? They were? Now, like, probably for some of you, it, it may be naturally impossible to ever be a billionaire or millionaire, right? Naturally, it may be impossible. But if God said it, right, the road into that reality will be filled with tests. So that by the time you have that impossible thing, you can let it go in a whim. So Abraham felt, felt nothing. You, you, Pastor, you're lying. <laughs> what do you think would happen to you if all of a sudden the thing which God said and it was impossible, even difficult for you to believe happens? Will your whole life at that point hang on the thing that was impossible that happened or the one that made it happen? So at that point in time, Abraham's allegiance to God could not be questioned because, because Isaac was an impossibility. So now that that which was impossible happened at their own age, it means God can give me a hundred more sons. Because, because, because the point at which the impossible becomes possible is the point at which perpetuity in that reality can be granted. That's why after that point in time, it becomes easier for people who are 90 and 80 to, to, to believe God. Why? Because there is already a testimony. You understand that? There's already a sign, a proof that this is possible. So that means in, in the realm of man, the, the situation of Abraham is no longer impossible because it, it had finerled, it had manifested. So now, every time somebody in their old age wishes for a baby, they can look at Abraham and Sarah and say, I can get them. And they get them without struggle because there is a petty. That's why the Bible, the word, God gave us the word of God. To, to, 
exercise our faith in the realm of possibilities because these things that were impossible happened why why doesn't God leave the concept of rapture until the end of the age why seven generations from Adam he he presents to humanity the possibility of the elimination of death that it is possible to live forever and he gets a man who is willing to exemplify that reality he calls him Enoch and he walks with God for 300 years and God takes him he did not see death so from that time since the antediluvian age there is a man who is still alive so it becomes it becomes easy for us when Jesus presents to us the idea of immortality because we already have a signpost there is a man who who is still alive today in the heavens it makes us believe in the rapture of Christ why there is a testimony the Bible says by faith the elders obtained a good testimony so it was not difficult for Abraham to give up Isaac why because the impossible had happened and if the impossible happened it will happen and it can happen only those who do not understand the concept of faith as it relates to the impossibility made possible will never understand how a man could give up his own son and not feel any pain why because he knew that he who promised is faithful and was able to bring him up from the dead again he had learned through time and faith and experience that God not fail and he took that knife and he was about to kill his own son whom he loved and God from heaven said Abraham Abraham stop the next statement that came out that came out from God is a statement that, that gave that gave Abraham a piece of heaven He says, now I know. God, did did, did he not know? That means there are things God will never know about you until you prove it. He says, now I know that you fear God. (laughs) Then then he said something, something, brother, that, that is, that, there's there's no encapsulation of 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 the communication of what God said in 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 the human world in the human world he he said in blessing I will bless you do do, do you know what that means do you know I can assure you you don't know what it means he says in multiplying I will multiply you do you know what that means I know you don't know <laughs> because because that that is not human language that's not how humans talk that's not how human talk in bless in blessing I will bless you in multiplying 
I will multiply you. What was he saying? I have made you multiplication. So, so, so Abraham was the personification of multiplication. That's what God, he was, he was not saying he's an administrator of multiplication. No, he's multiplication personified. That means, that means the, the, the word of God as multiplication was, was fully personified in Abraham. That's why his descendants were as numerous as the sand on the seashore and as uncountable as the stars of heaven. He, 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 he had become what God said he would become in Genesis chapter number 12. I will make you a blessing. Now Abraham was a blessing. Do you understand that? He, 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 he did not bless. He was a blessing. He was a so When he moved, it was God moving. When he spoke, it was God talking. So those who bless you will be blessed. In other words, you can't bless him. Your, your, the, the blessing you give him will reflect. He was a mirror. To bless Abraham was to bless yourself. To curse him was to curse yourself. That, that's what God meant. That's why when, when, when Balaam later on tried to curse Israel, he, he failed. He tried several times. He failed. And then he told Balaam, Baba, there's no enchantment, no divination against Jacob. Because he tried to curse them, blessings came up. He tried to cast them. Blessings came out. You don't you how? How do you curse a blessing? You while while many were looking for to be blessed, he had become what they were asking for. How? There's a root. There's a pathway. And the parts of God are ancient. In other words, they are timeless. They are not defined by time. They are not defined or characterized by Old Testament, New Testament. God is still the same. He has never changed. <laughs> Hallelujah. And this is the reason why many Christians fail just as they begin they fail because there is no understanding of how to walk and cooperate with what his word wants to do in your life when God says I will bless you with, with that said he's telling you I will test you. <clears throat> if you've never picked up a 40 kg weight, if you've never picked it up and it's the first time you pick it up and you're going into a set, you, 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 you're playing a dangerous game. Right? You probably break something. That means if God gives you His blessings without preparation, they will break you. They will destroy you. 
So God must break you first before He blesses you. Yeah, that was a big one. I hope that blessed you. <laughs>